I'm Mina Starziak-Hawk, and this is Mina AF, where I answer all of your questions and you can ask me anything. Can we talk about money? Can you still breastfeed with implants? You're both boss moms, and I'd love to know the story of how you met. Literally anything any of you want to hear. Listen as we build a community and get to know each other better. Let's talk about microdosing. You know that feeling when your body and mind are really at peace, like after a workout or a nice long shower, where you've relaxed, you're focused, and a little energized? It feels just right, like you're in the zone. Well, Microdose can help you not only get into that zone easier, but stay there longer. Microdose gummies deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just the right amount of good. I absolutely love how helpful these gummies are. For me, half a microdose gummy during the day helps me really stay centered and really fresh as I get everything done on my list. And they really help me relax in the evenings as well and just be present and in the moment instead of worrying about things from the day or what I have to do tomorrow. Get 30% off your first order plus free shipping today at microdose.com, promo code MINAAF. It's available nationwide. That's microdose.com, promo code MINAAF, for 30% off and free shipping. Microdose.com, promo code MINAAF. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, you guys. Hope everyone's doing well. I'm Mina and this is Mina AF. I hope you guys all had a lovely holiday. Hopefully it wasn't too stressful for anyone. Mine was interesting, as I'm sure you guys would all presume. But uh, what I thought was more interesting is just how universal the like holiday family struggle is. So I went to uh, a coffee shop in my neighborhood with Charlie, who's my three-year-old, on Friday morning. She wanted to get a croissant. Steve and Jack were hanging at the house. So it was just her and I. And despite the fact that she pretty much talks nonstop, while she was eating her croissant for 20 minutes, there was a lot of opportunity for my brain just to wander and pick up on other people's conversations. I'm not gonna lie, I love a good eavesdrop. And even when we were standing in line for our coffee, the people in front of us, the people behind us, when we were sitting at our little table, uh, there was two different groups that ended up on one side of us and one group on the other. So this was like five or six different groups of people all really discussing how unpleasant their holiday was or how, you know, one person was really upsetting or the whole thing was really stressful or a significant other in their family. And I'm sure, because I see them on Instagram, there are amazing success stories of families that are like so functional and so kind and have really healthy boundaries. But at least in my coffee shop in downtown Indianapolis on Friday morning, the five people that I overheard five groups did not have that. What I did hear a lot of was, you know, people saying, uh, well, you know, that's, that's just family. So, you know, that's what you do. Or, 
that's just how my stepmom is. Not my stepmom, you guys. My stepmom's great. This is literally what someone else said. She was like, that's just how my stepmom is. Like, she's really cold. She was talking about how uh, her stepmom asked her, like, what if she was still doing some fill-in-the-blank job. And she said, yeah. And, and her stepmom was like, oh, wow, I never thought you'd really make it that far in that profession or something. I wouldn't even call that passive-aggressive. I would just call that aggressive. But, you know, those conversations, those, like, things that we all dread, you know, I'm sure everyone has, like, their thing, like, all right, I'm going around a bunch of friends. This is the one friend that I don't really, that's going to say something rude or say something inappropriate, or this is the family member that's going to do that. Um, And there was just, there just seemed to be a lot of that in my little coffee shop, which made me feel less alone in, in, you know, in my things that I'm struggling with now, but also just like such a bummer. And I don't know what the answer is. I mean, just in general in life, I've been trying to like re, not reset. I didn't really have a ton of boundaries before, but like establish boundaries, understand that they're probably going to be like ever evolving, understanding where my kids and my husband fall into that boundary setting and the people we set them with. Um, and during the holidays, I think that's probably one of the times it's really hard to, for people to stick with whatever their comfort zone is that they've created because it is that time of year. And for a lot of people it's, you know, Thanksgiving and maybe it's just Christmas. Maybe it's not even Thanksgiving and Christmas is like the one or two times a year you actually all get together and see your whole family. So there's a lot, a lot, a lot of pressure to, you know, just put on that smiling face and put up with weird Uncle Billy who is, gets drunk and is weird or, or, you know, whatever it is. There's so much pressure because it's like, well, it's just these two times. You can you can put up with them for just this or you can deal with them. It's just how they are. And I just, I don't, I don't know the answer. So I'm just throwing this out there, you know, as a thought process. But, you know, where is a reasonable line boundary to set, which where, okay, yes, this is maybe the one or two times a year that we see everybody. So how do we do that? Because theoretically that's important while also making it a pleasant experience for like us and ours and really holding firm on comfortable boundaries without becoming the problem. Because I see that happen. The you know, the squeaky wheel gets the grease, whether it's in a good way or bad way. So, you know, if you're in a family that has done things a certain way for so long and, you know, maybe it has, everyone gets a pass, you know, well, that's just Sally and that's just Joe and that that's just who they are. So we all put up with them. And for whatever reason, maybe you've decided, well, I'm not going to do that anymore because that really like messes with my peace and, or, I don't want my kids to see that, or I don't want to be around that. I don't want to see Uncle Billy get drunk and and fall and my kids to see that. Well, whatever the thing is, the first person to always stand firm on on a boundary is probably, it's probably going to be very challenging. It's a hard thing to do day to day, but I think particularly during the holidays. So just a little, you know, I just wanted to put that out there. Like if you're feeling that, if you're feeling that struggle, Uh, You're definitely not alone. Um, And I think it's okay to go either direction that's comfortable for you. If you're okay with adjusting your boundaries 
for a gathering because it's important to you or your mom or your dad or your grandparents because it's going to be maybe their last holiday. You know, don't feel like everything you've like worked for is is you know now in the dumpster. But also be okay with saying, you know what, Grandma, I would love to see you on Sunday and take you to brunch and get you some coffee because I know it's important for me to spend time with you, but maybe not be at whatever the event is with the whole family because you have drunk Uncle Billy acting a fool. So obviously, you know, Thanksgiving's already over, but just thinking about that going into Christmas, I know, you know, at least my family has a handful of different activities, you know, like there's a Christmas Eve, there's a Christmas Day, um, a couple of times my Steve and I have hosted um, like gingerbread making and Steve's grandma has her Christmas. So there's there's a lot of different chunks. It's not usually tends to be a little bit uh, a little bit more than the, the Thanksgiving holiday, which is, you know, is good and bad. It's super fun time of year for the kids. So um, I want to jam as much stuff in with them and like in their cousins as they possibly can because well they get to see some of their cousins very often like they're in school with some of their cousins we live very close to them there are other their cousins where we don't get to see as often even though they're in Indiana so one of the super fun things that we do is like Christmas cookie making on Christmas Eve they all like wear matching pajamas and they're so dang cute we all just get together and it's not Christmas presents because I don't think any of the adults want any more presents for their children um, cause none of them need anything. Uh, so we all just get them matching pajamas and we make cookies and they all play and it's ridiculously cute. Like the picture I have of God, there must be like 15 of them all sitting together on the couch last year and their matching jammies was the cutest thing in the world. And then my family, my sister is like really, really good at the whole thoughtful thing. I'm not as good at it. We, we had a, brunch over the weekend for my birthday. And she's so sweet. And she's like, this is what I ask people on their birthday. You know, what was the best thing, uh, your best memory from 2023? And what is something you're looking forward to for 2024? And I was like, I was not ready for that. I don't think about those things. I said, I think I blacked out most of 2023. I had to go back through my photo album. And I was like, Jack's birthday party. That was the best. That was the best time of 2023. Because there's been a lot of not best moments Um, but so she's very thoughtful and I think it was her idea for, um, what we do like kind of as adults and families again, in lieu of presence is we all print off our favorite picture of our family group from the last year. And we kind of exchange pictures and say why it was our favorite thing. So like last year, I think it was the picture of me, Steve and the kids on Halloween, because that was just such a fun time this year. It'll probably be one from Jack's birthday party. But that's one of the really like fun family events we do. And, you know, there's, there, I'm sure you guys have them too. There's the mix. There's the ones that you are so excited to go to and the ones you're dreading to go to. Um, so just, like I said, again, like giving yourself some grace, giving yourself some room. Warmer, sunnier days are calling and you can fuel up for them with factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. 
Make today the day you kickstart a new healthy routine. What are you waiting for? With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. With delicious options from breakfast to dessert, you can stay fueled all day long with easy and nutritious options. Plus, with premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon, Factor meals are a real treat. I love the convenience and the variation of Factor's different meal preferences. Whether it's managing calories, maximizing protein, or avoiding meat, crush your goals this May with Factor. Head to factormeals.com slash MinaAF50 and use code MinaAF50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code MinaAF50 at factormeals.com slash MinaAF50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all have different stressors, some big, some small, that we carry around and that really weigh us down. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to have a negative effect on us. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever it is that's weighing you down. For me, therapy has been so helpful, really learning those positive coping skills and to be the best version of myself. I know myself better and how to set the right boundaries that really work for me. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, then give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, and it's entirely online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MinaAF today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash MinaAF. This time of year can cause so many problems in relationships. And Steve and I got into a conversation. It was not a fight. I wouldn't even go as far as to say a fight. But just something else that I want to volunteer that you keep in mind is like your person is your person and they're there all year long. So trying to keep that connection and respect and balance during the holidays can be really hard. But so Steve and I, um, (laughs) my very thoughtful sister again, plans very far in advance. So she sent out a spreadsheet with like the pajama sizes and the activities for Thanksgiving through Christmas, probably in like September. And so you can't, you can't be like, oh, well, we already have plans because who makes plans that early? But just over the weekend, Steve said, you know, my grandma and my uncle invited us to my grandma's on Christmas Eve. Can we go? And I wasn't prepared for that because I have this long email of this event that I ordered pajamas for six years ago. And it's also a super challenging conversation because Steve's family is very small. Um, I'm going to cry. Uh, the anniversary of his dad passing is tomorrow, actually. So it's not that like regular, <laughs> we're going to go to this family versus this family conversation or argument for very good reason. Every conversation around Steve's family is so loaded for him and therefore, you know, loaded, loaded for me because I care so much about making sure he's feeling loved on the holidays because he has so fewer people that are his like core group that you know, thought he was 
the world, that he was everything. Um, and those are really big shoes to fill that no one could ever fill. I could never fill, but I try my best. So he says this and I'm like, oh shit. Um, you know, well, we do have the, the, the cookie making the thing on Christmas Eve, um, at 4.30, this, this dinner is at four. I was like, is there any way, you know, I don't know exactly what it entails. Is there any way where they could do like it start an hour earlier so we could maybe try to go to both? He made a good point. He's like, if someone's inviting you to a holiday party, your response isn't, can you change the time for me? Respect. And so I think he kind of threw the ball back in my court. Like, is there any way the cousin thing could happen earlier? And I was like, well, there actually is a good reason that the cousin things happens when it does. It's because nap time. All the kids get up at four. So every all the fun starts at 4.30 to give people time to get there. But I think it was an opportunity for Steve and I to have gotten into a big argument. And so I think y'all are going to be presented with plenty of those planning over the next few weeks going into the holidays. But it was a conversation that presented an opportunity that could have turned into a fight. And we actually had a really good um, session with our therapist. Um, We still go, we go pretty, like not pretty regularly. Um, If we're like in a challenging time, we'll go weekly or every other week. If we're in, you know, in, in, in a good place, you know, maybe we'll go once a month or every six weeks, something like that. But things have been, things have been tough this last year, just across the board. And it's really hard to have everything else be tough and, you know, your marriage be perfect. So you know, we've been going through some stuff and we were with um, our therapist about a week or two ago. And I don't even remember what she said, but Steve's response was, well, in a perfect world, yeah, that'd be great. And y'all, let me tell you, she's known us long enough, so she knows she can talk to us like this, but she lit us up, both of us. She was like, what do you mean in a perfect world? You guys are living in the perfect world. Your kids will never love you more. Your health will never be better. You will never be more, you're financially stable. You will never, you, she went on and on and on. But the point was like, she was like, you guys are being assholes. Your life is perfect. It will never get more perfect. And, you know, if I could go back to this age with my kids, like that's, that's where I would go back. I wouldn't go back to anything else. I wouldn't go back to my twenties. I wouldn't go back. I would go back to exactly where you are. So you need to knock that shit off right now in a perfect world. You're living it. So act like you are. That was the one thing that was a really good nugget, I think, for us. And the other thing was, she's like, you're playing this game of ping pong and you guys are each taking eight hits. Someone says something, the other person can respond. And then maybe you respond again. She was like, you get three hits. It's ping pong. The ball's going back and forth three times. You guys are going back and forth eight times. You're getting in the weeds. And that's what's that's what's causing arguments. That's what's causing fights. So think about the things before you say them. Think about, well, I only get one chance to convey what I'm feeling or thinking about this. So let me do it in a good way, in the right way that's going to mean what I say instead of whatever is the first thing that falls out of your mouth comes out. And then it leads to this back and forth that just doesn't need to happen. So that's been really at the forefront of my mind the last couple of weeks, like in our conversations, like, okay, we only get two to four max back and forth. We're not going to, we're not going to go down the rabbit hole because none of these things are that deep. We are not talking life or death decisions. We're not talking, you know, uh, kids health issues. It's just, we're not, nothing needs to be 
talk to death like that. So when Steve brought up his family Christmas, that's the first thing that I thought of, like, okay, how can we have this conversation in a way where it doesn't go down a rabbit hole that could result in us being pissed and not talking to each other for a day or whatever it looks like. And I think Steve has been doing that as well because our conversations, while sometimes it feels like they end too abruptly, I think because we both know we're going into them with the intention to have things be short and sweet and not get into the weeds, we both know we're not doing it because we you know, are mad or don't care or don't like the person at the time. It's like, this is the goal is to keep things short and sweet so they don't turn into arguments. So going into it with Steve having that kind of somewhat recent little bit, tidbit of conversation from our therapist and me as well, when he said it, I could tell immediately that me saying, well, we have this other thing on Christmas Eve was tough for him because we've never gone to his grandma's. And I was trying to figure out in my head, like, okay, we don't, we don't ever go to your grandma's. So is it, is it important? Has it, has it been important? And I just haven't understood how important it was. You know, I've said a few times, you know, we, we should do something with your grandma. Like she's not really ever gotten to see the kids much because with Steve's parents passed away and his sister passed away, it's just, it's just different. Um, the getting together, like you, there's this like generation gap that's just not there that would plan these things and, you know, make a priority of it. So we haven't, we haven't seen his grandma in a really long time. And she's not actually ever met the kids with us. She's met them with his, she met Jack with uh, Steve's brother uh, when he was little. But we just kind of landed on compromising and trying our best to do both. And I said, you know, I'm more than happy. Your grandma starts at four. I'm more than happy to start there, go there for an hour, then go to the cousins thing. We can do it vice versa. You know, if we're a little bit past the kid's bedtime, that's okay because I know them seeing your grandma and getting to know her a little bit more as well as being able to be with all our cousins. Like those things are both important to us. And I don't think there was necessarily a resolution now that I'm saying it at the time, I think Steve probably needed some time to process and figure out like what option made him the most comfortable. Um, But the point is like just having the conversation and they're never easy, particularly around the holidays. So just think about those things. And even at events, um, you know, one of the, one of the, holiday things we were at this past weekend. Um, it was just, it was just two doors down and Steve came, but he came up to me a little bit into it and was like, I just, I'm having a really hard time. I'm going to head back home. And we hadn't talked about that ahead of time, but because I know him and I know what he was talking about and I know what he was needing, it was a non-issue, but I could see in a lot of relationships that turning into a huge fight, either there or later. Steve needed to leave because he was having a hard time for a handful of reasons, but most importantly that his dad passed away a few days after Thanksgiving. So every year this time of year, and just his birthday and Father's Day and Christmas, but particularly this time of year because it's the anniversary, is just really, really challenging for him. And I think it's also challenging him for him to see 
me struggle with my family, but they're there. I think that's hard for him in a lot of different ways. So when he said, you know, he needed to go 100% done, no argument now, no argument later. So I think that's something else to think about with your person, um, with your kids, if they're old enough, like, okay, we're going to go do X, Y, Z, but let's have a conversation in ahead of time. These are the things that I'm concerned could happen that could trigger me or upset me. Or, you know, my uncle could backhandedly make a comment about my husband's job, whatever it is, whatever the things are, like have that conversation in advance. I don't think you need to dwell on it, like planning that something bad is going to happen. But if you have that type of family group where you feel like they're going to cross boundaries with you and or a member of your family, just like having a plan in advance. So if the thing or one of the things happens and your partner is like, this they, this isn't for me, I'm out, I got to go, there's, there's a signal or something. And even if it's them Ubering because you guys drove separate, whatever, I think do what works best for you. But I think removing yourself from that situation is going to cause far less drama than staying there. And then the only fight that's going to ensue is probably between you two later. <laughs> um, but so figuring it out, like have a code word or have like a, when I scratch my eye or my eyebrow, you know, like it's, it's, it's getting to a point where I need a break. And even if that's just stepping outside and pretending you're on a phone call for 10 minutes, talk about, try to talk about that stuff ahead of time. So there is a plan so it doesn't feel like, you know, you're just getting bum rushed with like, I got to go. Your family is crazy. And then, of course, there's a fight because, well, we can all talk shit about our own family. You definitely don't want other people to talk shit about your family. So it tends to create a fight, even if the person saying your family is crazy is not wrong. So those are the kind of things that that have come across my mind, you know, going through Thanksgiving, going into Christmas. Um And I think just really thinking about spending time with the people that you want to spend time with. It sounds selfish, but like this is such an important time of year for everyone. And we all do so many things during this time of year to please other people that don't please ourselves. So just try to balance that. I'm not saying like be completely selfish and what matters to other people, you know, throw throw to the, the wolves, but just actively having that conversation and that thought process internally, but also with the people that matter about what you want to be doing and how you want to be spending your time. Because it's super depressing to go to the coffee shop the morning after a holiday that's supposed to be one that we're we're so thankful for everything we have. And I didn't hear one nice thing said from any person that I was eavesdropping on. And that's just such a bummer. It makes me feel less alone, but it's such a bummer. So those are my tidbits of wisdom. Don't drink too much. Have a good time. Be safe. Be healthy. Be happy. Because when you think about it, we really are a lot of us. I'm not going to say all of us, but in the perfect world. And when you put it in that perspective, um, it's just very clarifying. I'm never going to be healthier. I'm never going to have my kids love more than I do now. I am never fill in the blank. Like this really is, even with all of its challenges, 
it's it's a perfect world. So I'm trying really hard to remember that and to move with gratitude because when it feels really hard, sometimes it feels like there is nothing. Like, what am I being punished for? What's what, what did I do in another life? And that's just not the way to go about it. So I'm really, really trying hard to adjust my attitude from a lot of people have been asking me, so like, what's next? And I've kind of, uh, I guess, like swung between the ways I presented it. But, you know, I'm 39 and getting to decide again what I want to be when I grow up. And on one hand, that sounds like super depressing that I don't have my shit together and don't have a plan and don't have it all figured out. But also, I have the opportunity to be 39 and getting to figure out again what I want to do with the next phase of my life, which is one that not a lot of people have. And so I'm trying to be grateful for that and understand that I'm in a position where I can make choices. And a lot of people are in a position where they have to stay in a job they hate because they need a paycheck because they have kids they're feeding or they're a single parent or whatever it is. And I've worked really hard to be where I am. And I don't know where I'm going, but I'm just going to, I'm just going to look at it in a different light going into 2024 and it's super cheesy. Like I don't make New Year's resolutions because I feel like if you want to make a change, you should just make it. Do it today, not tomorrow. Do it yesterday. What do you need? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply been better, but I do feel like any time that you feel like, like right now, not even necessarily New Year's, right now feels like a really good time to reset, to clear the slate, to clear my mind, to let go of a lot of shit and to move through the holidays and into the new year just with this real feeling of gratitude for where I am, who I'm with, and what I have the ability to do. So I just want to remind you guys to do the same, because although your situation, I'm sure, are different, I think if you can put it in perspective, um, you'll realize that we're all very, very lucky and blessed to be where we are and who we're with and doing what we're doing, even if it's not your dream job. Maybe it has really good health insurance, because mine sucks, guys. (laughs) But that's all. And like I said, um, enjoy your time. Make a plan. Don't lose your minds. Don't bicker with each other when the problem are with other people. Talk about things. Only hit the ping pong back and forth three or four times, guys. I'm telling you, we've been doing it for about two weeks now, and it's like life-changing in our conversations. And as always, you know, click the link in the show notes. So if you guys want to drop questions at the link, I'll still be listening to them. So if there's any kind of debrief from your holiday that you want to share or you know thoughts that you have or questions that you have for me, definitely leave them in the show notes. And 
I just want to say a big, big, big thank you. We started this January of this year and it's been slow and steady and you guys are an amazing audience. It's pretty much the same chunk of you that is ride or die every week and makes it feel like this makes a difference for some people. So thank you guys for, for listening and dropping in questions and sending me messages. Even though I don't respond to all of them, I see most of them and they really are super meaningful. So thank you for that. And if I could ask one thing of you, it's just helping spread the word, I guess word of mouth is really the best thing for the podcast. If it's been meaningful to you, share it with a friend you might think it would be meaningful to or helpful to. Um, That's how we grow and hopefully can keep doing this because (laughs) right now it's just for fun. It's not for money. (laughs) Click the little thing, follow the podcast, and I would be forever grateful. I'll see you next Tuesday. Love you all.